0: Hello and welcome to the Hill Country Business Podcast, where we connect business owners to create a stronger community. Each week, we share stories about real people doing real things in the Texas Hill Country. Thank you for joining us. Today is episode 13, and we have the pleasure of being on location with David Jones owner of the Camp David Retreat, located at the heart of the Texas Hill Country. The Camp David Retreat is the perfect spot for a romantic weekend or a fun-filled family reunion. They have everything you need to make your stay memorable. So let's learn more about how he found this beautiful property and how his vision came alive.
1: So, David, thank you for having us. This is our first podcast on-site Camp David Retreat, and we are excited to be here with you and hear your story about how you got started, so maybe we can take a few minutes and talk about your past and how you got to Camp David.
2: First of all, thank you very much for this opportunity. Welcome to Camp David. I think it has some really unique qualities I'd like to talk about, so welcome, and let's talk about them.
1: Okay you want to talk about what you did before you got to Camp David?
2: My career for the last 40 years has been in commercial real estate and commercial business brokering. And I started as a business broker in 1979. And, you know, of course, I was only five years old, right? right. At the time, <laughs> but uh, the, uh, the uh, time flies. And, you know, that's really my passion. I'm also a Commercial real estate broker and an investor. I found this opportunity accidentally because the guy who lived here, he had a dog kennel here. He kept our dogs. I found out that he wanted to sell it, and um, I hadn't really seen it, so I came over and looked at it, and it was like, wow, this has some great potential.
1: Mm-hmm. So, how many acres is Camp David on right now?
2: Camp David has just under eleven acres. I made sure to design it to where the families and the kids could utilize all 11 acres because it has some beautiful hill country, flora and fauna, and it has views, probably 20, 25-mile views, too. I wanted to make sure that our guests would not just have, you know, maybe two acres like some places. Ours is from corner to corner. They use it all.
1: Maybe we could take a couple of minutes and and really talk about how this vision came to you because it was somebody else owned the property and had a dog kennel on it. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> right?
1: So you had to come in here and look at this property and have a massive vision in your mind to mm-hmm. be able to build such a beautiful place. Yeah. So maybe you could talk a little bit about that yeah. vision and then the process of cleaning this place up and the transformation that took place.
2: Okay. Well, I uh- have an advantage uh, because in in my commercial real estate and business brokerage world, I've seen a lot of transformations. And I see that the really astute investors look at something not as just what's there, but what they can do with it. For example, I did a brokered cattle auction barn two years ago, and the guy came in and he totally transformed it, and it is now an event center and um, has a lot of uh, improvements under roof. But now he has two full nightclubs there. He has... In the barn? Yes. <laughs> <As> a, <laughs> Where is that? It's out of Bastrop towards um, uh, Red Rock.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting.
2: And he has, he, has oh. a beer, he has a beer garden. He has two full nightclubs. He has one that's for... That does Hispanic music and uh, Tejano music, and then he has one that's country and western, and they are, are on different nights. And then he has booths that are food booths and merchandise booths, and he just took it and expanded. And I, I've been lucky in my career to see those kinds of things people take something and make more out of it than what's there. They take their vision and put it in. So, and I've been able to. Watch that and help them along the way, because I've seen other people do things, and I make suggestions. So when I saw Cam David, I saw a property that was pretty rundown and it was absolutely full of cedar, and the the guy who owned it liked to be secluded. That was his thing, and he didn't really care about the quality of everything. He was just home to him, and that was fine. But he had this magnificent view off of his back porch. That you could see for miles and miles, and, and a canyon, sitting on the edge of a canyon, I started thinking about what can I do with this. And I thought, you know, possibly long-term rental. And I thought, well, I'm, the money I'm gonna have to put into it to be proud of it, it's not gonna be worth, you know, I'm not gonna recoup that in uh, a long-term rental. And then I thought, of course, as all real estate people do, you know, buying it and improving it and selling it. And then I thought. Of a wedding venue, and, and I I've appraised and handled the sales of enough wedding venues to know that they're very tough. It Sounds glamorous, but you have to deal with you know a different type of clientele than I'm used to, you know. And I would just be paranoid that the bride would always be mad at me, so I <laughs> didn't want to do yeah. that. Then I thought we have all these wedding venues in the hill country and right around Dripping Springs, and uh, I think they have a thousand weddings a year. So what can I do to support that in the community? Then we thought, well, what about the bride's family and the groom's family, a place for them to stay and be you know proud of and very nice, but also have something for all their family to do. The grandparents would have something to do, hot tub, swimming pool. The kids, volleyball, pickleball, basketball, horseshoes. We have a ball, tether ball. We have all these things. And then as we progressed in the development of it, I didn't have all of this in plan when I started, of course, and it developed. I was lucky enough to have a great contractor who is a family friend, has done work for the family for 20 years. He's an architect, so he has a special talent. So he came in with a, a lot of creative ideas between him and the tradesmen that were here, we would always talk to them. And you know, what do you think? What do you've seen? What are other people? What would you do with this? And we were just open-minded, and so we just kept adding things that we thought, well, my family would like this, or, you know, I've seen this, and this is pretty neat. What about that? So we didn't take every plan. We took a lot of the plans that they had and their ideas, incorporated into, you know, what we could do physically and financially, and just came up with a product, I think, that is just um, – has a wide variety of uses. We've had family reunions. We've had uh, wedding parties. We've had pickleball tournaments. I've had a banker's conference through my regular job. I have a lot of uh, banker clients, and so we had a conference here. And, you know, I did it partly to show, hey, guys, you know, hey, Mm -hmm. I've known these guys so long. And they were really proud to see that I did this going into retirement. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and so and that worked out real well and, and you know we've had sword uh, making for kids we've had graduation parties at UT. What do you mean sword making? For I kids? would have you killed for that if I was a kid uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. sign up for yeah. that right now
0: if you have another they, sword session.
1: Wait do you have like a blacksmith come on site? And
2: It's a guy that does this that's all he does and he, he came in and you we
1: need to find him.
2: Yeah we can get you that. So he they forge metal, they melt it and pour it into a, a mold which is <laughs> us, usually sand and then they That's super cool. We think we we have something here that really a- adds to the community. It's something that other venues and other locations have some of these things and we may not have every single thing, but we've got more than the most. We have we have something for all ages and all different kinds of sports stuff, relaxing on the, on the porch. We made the porch super size. It's 101 feet by 16 feet. Yeah, it's amazing. It's huge, and you can have you can you have can re- live out there. Rehearsal, <laughs> rehearsal dinners. You can have large you know, dinners, rehearsal dinners. And the amazing thing about that, is you're not just sitting on a porch, you're sitting on a porch with a 25-mile view, sitting over a canyon. It's just really pretty neat.
0: So this is very versatile because you can have just about any event.
2: Yep. The size of the property, I mean, even though it's 11 acres, a lot of it is a canyon. So we have, say, two and a half, you know, at road level. It's really not like a super wedding, but we are offering what we call a elopement package, which is about 60 people or less. And, my, and a lot of weddings are that small, you know. But we have plenty of room for that. We have room for them to have the wedding ceremony either here on the deck or by the fire pit. Probably the older couples and grandparents and all that want to stay, and they can stay here the night. So we do have a pretty versatile package for even um, some small weddings.
0: So when you rent the camp, do you have access to the entire camp? Yes. Or only some of it?
2: Well, we have broken it down to where you can rent the bunkhouse separately. And you have access to the sporting area, or you can uh, rent the uh, main lodge here, and you still have access to the whole camp, everything swimming pool, hot tub, pickleball courts, and everything. You
0: got trails. You also have climbing
2: obstacles. One of the nature trails is an obstacle course. We have ropes to climb, we have cargo net to climb, we have logs to walk across, we have tires like the football players run on. You know, on tires, wow. and uh, yeah. then we have a board wall, and then we have like a monkey bar, and then as you go down, you're about sixty feet down the bluff by then, and huffing and puffing, and there's a <laughs> parallel bars that you can, if you're still strong enough by that time, you can do that, and then by the time you work your way up, <laughs> you're it's pretty good, a pretty good little obstacle well, course. Well, I, I think
0: there. it's amazing because literally the adults can stay in the main lodge, and then you have another lodging outside for, you know, the bunkhouse. Right. And the bunkhouse has a small kitchen to it, and it really has all the amenities that the kids need. After you go down there to all those obstacle courses, those kids are going to be sawing Zs, and adults can stay up late and sleep in and not have to worry about anything with the kids.
2: Family that stayed here this past weekend, they were telling me it worked out real well. Our kids were up to 4.30 in the morning out playing games. (laughs) And he said, we got to sleep in. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah.
1: Maybe we could take a couple of minutes and talk about the main cabin, Mm -hmm. because the property has a lot of things going on, but there's several structures, Mm -hmm. so we could talk about the main cabin, how many it sleeps, what's here to offer, and then the bunk cabin, and what that kind of looks like, and how many people can sleep there. And then I know that you have the two different trails, which we already talked about, but I don't know if you want to talk about how there's... Two distinct trails: the Mama Pop. I kind of like that Mama Pop trail, and then the one for everyone else.
2: <laughs> so the lodge is a, a log cabin a design with a, a modified A frame. It has a full commercial kitchen with two large refrigerators. It has two bathrooms and two bedrooms downstairs. It has a fireplace in the main lodge, a living area. The gathering area. Then the upstairs is a spiral staircase upstairs, and it has two separate bedrooms and bathrooms on each side with a play area in the center between those two.
1: I like the way that they have different designs. Who was the one that came up with a different theme for each bedroom?
2: Wendy, my manager, uh, she came up with all the uh, interior decorating. In fact, she went from my interior decorator to my general manager. Uh, <laughs> I liked it so much. She was so Particular and uh, thorough. And it just happened to be that she had a background, and uh, she and her husband have been doing this for 15 years and all over the world, actually. So she not only designed this, she's managing it and she does a great job.
1: Yeah, that's evident. Yeah. So the bunkhouse, tell me a little bit about the bunkhouse because it also has something special for animals that's still attached, Yeah, which I think neat.
2: A bunkhouse started off very rustic the utilities consisted of electricity and he had a heater big heater in the back for the dogs and then, then the, the uh, front part the utilities consisted of a water hose <laughs> that was it <laughs> and so that's where my construction manager slash architect the bunkhouse was really his his thought his design from day one i said what about a bunkhouse and he took it from there We took out the roof, which was about seven feet tall, and propped up in the center. It was propped up with poles in the center just to hold it up. (laughs) So we we took out the ceiling, the roof, everything, made it a you know regular cathedral pitch, and then all the outside was redone, stone veneer outside. And so then we took the area that where he sort of groomed the dogs, or you know changed the flooring, kept the ceiling. The ceiling was a a beautiful ceiling. We kept that, but we added a full kitchen, and then we added to the building an exterior bathroom for men and women, so we have boys and girls bathrooms that were added onto there, and then we added a front porch, but we kept the area where the dogs a fenced in area for the dogs, and that's been real popular. Our guests this past weekend, I came over here to do some work, and they had three very friendly dogs that they had left there, and they were off you know, having lunch or dinner that that evening and their dogs were there. So That's
0: special because most places are not as accommodating. Right, right.
1: Or, yeah, you might stay in a hotel that's quote-unquote pet-friendly, but what you have here is a large area where the dogs are enclosed and they can run around. Yeah. So it's way more than just being pet-friendly. You know, you can leave with confidence and your dogs are running around and yeah. happy. Yeah. yeah,
2: and they're not inside tearing up stuff, you know. <laughs> right.
0: Let's go right. back to that bunkhouse because the last bunkhouse I stayed at as a kid, you thought it was like a state prison. <laughs> I mean, this thing is like next level. Yeah.
2: Luxury. Yeah, this absolutely. We put uh, bamboo in the ceiling, which looks awesome the way he framed it out. Mm-hmm. In the center between the bunk beds, we have four bunk beds on each side and a large area in the center, and we put a foosball court and a ping-pong court. So we have something for the kids to do, you know, when they're winding down at night. If pickleball and basketball and volleyball hasn't, and the trails haven't, and the swimming pool and hot tub had not worn <laughs> them out, then yeah. they can go in there and wind down with that. So th- I think that's a neat touch, you know, that final little thing to do there is the- brilliant.
1: I think it's awesome, especially if parents or families are staying in the lodge and you send all the kids to the bunkhouse. Yes. And they have foosball and ping pong.
2: Refrigerator. They have a
1: refrigerator, a little kitchen. Kid, They'll never to, come out of there. Yeah. <laughs> no
2: <there's> no, no <laughs> reason to get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we should put locks on the outs. Keep them locked. Yeah, oh, yeah. Put smart locks <laughs> and control yeah. it.
1: Yeah. See you tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know what I love about going to the main lodge is that it's uh, – it looks very homey, and you know, there's a lot of natural light, and it's very spacious, but just really inviting.
2: Yeah. it's I, w- I don't know if I want to use the word luxury, but it's, yeah. it's, it's high quality. Some of our guests that have stayed here are four-season type people, and they were like, you know, this is not four-season, but boy, this is, this is nice. It's done well. But it also feels, you know, like you are you can be comfortable here, too. So. Very
0: comfortable, and the craftsmanship is very, very high. Yeah.
2: So let's
1: talk about that deck outside. Do you guys have a barbecue out there, too, if people wanted to barbecue?
2: Yes, we have um, a propane barbecue grill out there. We also have two side-by-side barbecue pits in front of the bunkhouse. And then we have a third... Okay. Um, a wood-burning barbecue pit out in the play area. On the deck, too, since we don't have a visual here for those listening, the deck has wrought iron railing trimmed in wood. Above it is a pergola to block the direct sun, and it's stained in a like a cedar finish. And then we put, for the comfort of our guests, we put six large, Fans with misters. So if in are hot July, August, September days, you can go out there and turn the misters on and the fans on, and it will drop the temperature about 10 degrees.
0: We went outside earlier, and it's a warm day today. Yeah. And it's full sun, and those misters are amazing. Yeah. I feel like I'm in an air conditioned room.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was really beautiful, too.
2: We did add a car charger, and it We have an area pad for food trucks, which we've had out here before. And the the good thing about that one is that we have the uh, 50-amp hookup so that they don't have to run a generator.
1: No, I like that because anyone that's listening, if they want to have an event, just a day event, and bring in their own caterer, they can, Mm -hmm. or bring in their own food truck, it's all set up. Right. I mean, you thought of everything.
2: When we had our pickleball tournament, we had 45 people participate and we brought in a food truck. And it worked out real.
0: It's it's great. Yeah, bring your own food truck.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. What about what about the evenings over here because it's we're in the Texas Hill Country and a lot of places have dark sky laws. Yes. How do the nights look out here? Can you see the stars?
2: Absolutely see the stars and we made the pergola to where it so we didn't have a cover, total cover, and then the sunsets are amazing. They're right off of the uh, the big giant porch and the skies are black and it's so quiet out here it really is that's uh i think our very first guest or maybe our second guest actually was a family that was uh the lady was graduating from uh, nursing school and she got her family her classmates and they stayed out of here for three days and they just kept talking about like because they're off in the city and then they're they're used to traffic noise, and they were just like, man, I sat out here, had three cups of coffee and I didn't hear one car, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think our first night at the Hill Country was quite an experience. I mean, it was pitch black. Mm-hmm. You couldn't see your, your hands, but you could see all the stars.
2: It does make a difference.
1: I think it's important for people to know that they can come out here. This is a staycation. People don't need to travel outside of the Hill Country to go on vacation when they have beautiful places like this and literally at camp david you guys thought of everything
2: yeah it's very virtual really is and we just kept thinking what would we want what would you want and what have you seen it was fun it was sort of taxing because sometimes when you develop and you don't have your blueprint ready then you have to go back you have you know things oh i shouldn't have done that because i got to go back and redo that sure this but we didn't let that stop us. We just said, oh, you know, we're going to make it right. We, you know, we got a lot invested, and we're, if it costs this much more and this much more and this much more, we just kept on till we, at a point, so, you know, we don't need anything else. Just takes care of our target, the families the, and the corporations, uh, but the families in particular.
0: Yeah. And having all that experience over the years with, you know, commercial real estate
2: and doing other investments and
0: dealing with all sorts of other. Clients that you had really give you a unique perspective and understanding of, you know, sometimes you don't have to repeat somebody else's mistakes. You can just learn from others, and you don't have to make the mistake yourself.
2: I think that was one of, my, one of my biggest questions. When I first got with a new client, I would say, you know, I would go through, why did you buy this particular property, and what was your vision, and then what was your process, and then I'd say, what would you have done differently? And you get a, a lot of... <laughs> I wish I would have. Yes.
1: <laughs> the first time I heard Camp David, of course, you know where my brain went. <laughs> so did you know that that was going to maybe like mess with people's heads a little bit?
2: I was hoping it would. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a lot st- of politicians hitting you up. <laughs> yeah,
1: Yeah, you're like, uh, you're at the wrong camp. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then we even really sort of joked about that for a while. It's like, okay, we can have a presidential theme, you know, and then we go, okay. In in our current state of politics, we're going to have half the people pissed off at one time or another, (laughs) right? So we're not going to do that. So I sort of thought of the name Camp David Retreat. My name is David. And it was like, oh, you know, we thought about some kind of balconies and hill country and canyon, whatever, all these things. And then, then I thought, just hit me Camp David. And I go, oh, my God, that name cannot be available. Let me try it. And it was available. i I go, okay, let's go that way. Because people say, yeah, I'm, I've heard of Camp David, even though it wasn't this Camp David. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's part of branding, right? Get my name out. And people <laughs> so, recognize that. I'm so like, like, Camp David, wait, what? <laughs>
0: but it's close to a lot of other things that are a major attractions. Like, we're not very far from Fredericksburg, right? Johnson City, wine country.
2: And we also are going to offer having a camp director here for the kids uh, so the family the older adults want to go on a wine tour leave the kids here safe and sound with the director and then they can go off during the day and then come back in the evening the kids have been playing all day they're pretty tired mom and pop can can sit out here on the porch and have the wine that they purchased and uh, the kids can mellow down and Take a swim. Bring all your cases of wine. <laughs> I from, uh, you
1: can't see my face right now, but my mouth's right. wide open. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is an awesome benefit for parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Little kids. And, to have a camp director.
2: Yeah. And then we have a wedding venue uh, next door, which is Vista West. And we've gotten some of their clients, they have the wedding there, and the parents stay here and families stay here. Our neighbor at Vista West owns 12 Fox, which is Three miles away. Another thing that's that has been popular that we just got a little bit into is uh, biking clubs. Uh, this area oh, here, really? you can go from here. If you go north, you're already out in the country. On um, McGregor, on um, McGregor. So you're already way out in the country. But if you went north, probably go about eight miles, and it's probably a two hundred, three hundred foot elevation drop, and then you come back.
1: Then you can't make it back. <laughs> like I couldn't
2: for sure. <laughs> I think Lance Armstrong actually owned a house here. I've been told out in here. But anyway, from here, you can go back to Fitzhugh and go west, and you can go all the way into uh, Johnson City and through the state park over there without getting on a major highway. And it's a beautiful
0: drive.
1: I did not know that. Absolutely beautiful drive, yeah. a bike trail that you don't have to be on the
2: highway? No, it's not a bike trail. It's just the country roads instead of the major highways. So, uh So you don't have to deal with going down 290 or 12 or something like that.
1: Well, is there anything else that you'd like to let the community know about your place? I think we covered a lot of stuff. There's a lot of great events that you can have here, and I love the different lodges and the outdoor activities.
2: Well, I think you're right. I think instead of traveling to faraway places, you have something here probably within 30 minutes to two-hour drive that is really amazing, and with a lot of the amenities that Hill Country has, the dark nights, but we also have a lot of things within just you know five miles that you can go to in addition to Camp David.
0: Plenty of dining and dining. entertainment around here. Yeah, no shortage of things to experience.
1: You should find the people that do the star parties and have a star party out here and invite the community. I know the state park does that. That would yeah.
0: be wonderful. Yeah.
2: So I would say come out and and check us out.
0: What is your website?
2: My website address is cds for camp david is adventure beautiful fantastic
1: i love it i love your place you guys did a great job it looks fantastic it's beautiful and i invite everyone to come out here and check it out whether it's for the day or the weekend or a week
2: definitely check out
1: camp david adventure thank you thank you
0: thank you for listening today if you enjoyed this podcast make sure you subscribe to this series wherever you download podcasts subscribe and review You can also visit our website at hillcountrypodcastatx.com.